Welcome to Now What Tech Lead, a podcast that explores technical leadership ideas that are simple, practical, and based on scientific evidence. My name is Thiago, and today I'll talk about the 80-20 rule and how it models individual performance more accurately than the bell curve. If your company does performance reviews, chances are someone is looking at a bell curve to validate the distribution of performance ratings. The idea is the distribution of performance should typically fit a left skew bell curve. So a company using a system with three possible ratings, exceeds, meets, and below expectations, could give the following guidance. 35% of the people are likely to exceed expectations, while 45% are likely to meet expectations. And the remaining 20% should be below expectations. Some companies even enforce these distributions. But the standard these days, at least in tech companies, is to use the curve only for guidance, and to do that when you have a large enough group. There is some debate on what large enough means, with some setting the boundary at 30 people and others at 100. When well implemented, a guiding curve works like a smoke detector. It leads to questions like, does the distribution on team A indicate a manager who is too harsh or a low-performing team? It tells you there is smoke, but to be sure there is a fire, you need to do some additional work. In my experience, these guiding curves are deeply hated by managers, especially when they are or feel forced to downgrade a rating just to fit the curve. In the 2012 paper, The Best and the Rest, Revisiting the Norm of Normality of Individual Performance, researchers looked into the performance of more than 600,000 people in four large professional groups, athletes, academics, politicians, and entertainers. Their conclusion was that the Pareto distribution is clearly superior to a Gaussian distribution. The Gaussian distribution is the bell curve we mentioned before and the Pareto distribution is commonly known as the 80-20 rule. As in, fixing 20% of the causes solves roughly 80% of the problems. The authors find that superstar performers, the 20%, have a disproportionately large impact, the 80%, and that the rest of the population forms a long tail. While superstar and the rest are arguably polarizing and elitist, the paper highlights that these superstars don't emerge in a vacuum. For example, top researchers can focus on research because there are others taking care of teaching and admin tasks. If you're excited about ditching the bell curve in your next performance cycle, keep in mind that the Pareto distribution gives you two groups, the superstars and the rest. But typically, a guiding curve assumes that you have a 3 to 5 item rating. For example, far exceeds expectations, exceeds, meets, below, and far below. One solution is to merge groups. In our example, we could merge far exceeds and exceeds in the superstar group and the rest as the rest. But good luck convincing HR to do that. Now what? This paper shows how artificial it can be to set distribution targets that set boundaries inside the long tail, everyone who's not in the superstar group. You can definitely use this paper to influence and move to a simpler inspection method. The actual ratings can continue as they are, but the guiding distribution would then only have two groups. And thankfully, you don't have to use the label superstar or the rest. If you want to go one step further, an option would be to use the Adobe check-in model, where they solved this problem by getting rid of any formal ratings or rankings. And they did that back in 2012. Check the show notes to find links to the paper, the Adobe check-in model, and a text version of this content. Thank you for listening.
Esse podcast foi produzido por Repente Conteúdo Criativo.